Hello, Vancouver, and welcome to episode four, season one. This is Vancouver News, and today is the, the night is uh, February the 9th, and it is uh, the year 2020. So today I just want to talk about um, the uh, state of affairs in Vancouver when it comes to ride share and I'd just like to say that I do sympathize with the taxi cab drivers who have invested serious money in terms of their licenses and um, and vehicles etc the problem that uh, happened with the Vancouver taxi industry is that they failed to adapt to offering the same service that a ride hail uh, service has, such as Uber or Lyft. And uh, the, the key feature that I find very convenient with a ride hail is the fact that you pay in advance. So it's impossible for the taxi cab driver to go and mess you around um, if you happen to be a tourist in another city. Uh, so the taxi cabs were the ones that were actually resisting the change to the uh, ride-hailing app. If they had adapted to the ride-hailing app, um, the ride-share, as we know it, would never have come to the city and the taxi cabs would have been able to uh, maintain the licensing threshold that they currently have in the city of Vancouver and the variety of cab uh, companies throughout the metro Vancouver area so the taxi cabs would have been viable and would have still been able to make money um, the, the resistance to the app um, is based on uh, a temporary greedy measure uh, based on ripping off tourists. And unfortunately, this has happened worldwide and uh, has led to the growth of uh, ride-hailing apps uh, universally around the globe, whether it be Uber or Lyft, uh, where I came from. Uh, there is one called Koa in South Korea, and um, while on vacation in Vietnam, they had an excellent app called Grab. Um, and uh, uh, the one time in Vietnam where I was forced to take a regular taxi cab, guess what happened? The taxi cab driver attempted to rip me off. Uh, a ride that should have cost in the neighborhood of $40,000 uh, Vietnam uh, currency. All of a sudden, they were trying to charge me $2 million. Um, and uh, unfortunately, this is systemic worldwide. And, uh, and it's that type of temporary greed um, based on ripping people off that has caused the... Uh, rapid increase in ride-hailing options around the globe. 
So I hate to say it, but taxi cab drivers have done it to themselves. And, um, and it's hard to sympathize with an industry which is based on trying to rip people off. Um, again, the applications that are used in Uber and Lyft, you prepay, you know what you're paying, and then you tip afterwards. And uh, there is no money, uh, direct currency exchange, uh, between the customer and the driver with a ride hail. Very convenient, you just get in and then you get out at the destination. So, anyways, uh, I just wanted to uh, share those thoughts for uh, this um, night when it comes to ride hailing. Um, just looking at the Lyft app that I have on my phone here, I live downtown Vancouver. Currently, there's only actually one car out there. Um, I do believe over time that will um, increase. Um, I do believe that in order to maintain the integrity of the taxi cab uh, industry and not put them all out of work, I think there's got to be a degree of regulation in terms of the amount of licensing. You just can't have an uh, unlimited amount of um, uh, ride hailing uh, options, else uh, even those drivers will be unable to make a living. So uh, those are my thoughts for tonight, and it's uh, February the 9th, 2020, and um, uh, to all Vancouverites, I hope you have a great night, and um, I look forward to doing uh, more podcasts uh, in the future, uh, covering a variety of topics. Good night, Vancouverites, and we will talk to you soon.